Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. You may have heard about the news. Uh, there's a case in Scotland has caused a huge stir in the UK. Yesterday, 22-year-old Sean Hogue and had his conviction. You're actually not going to believe this story. For raping a 13-year-old continuously, repeatedly raped her. He had the conviction squashed. And it all came down to the fact that he was under 25. In January 2022, this is the mad world we live in now. Thankfully, Nicola Sturgeon is gone from Scotland now anyway. But, but anyway, the mad world, this mad nutty world that we live in. Back in January 2022, the Scottish Sentencing Council guidelines on young people came into effect. And these guidelines advise against custodial sentences for people under the age of 25. And the reason is, or the idea behind that is, that people, human beings, according to scientists, are not fully matured until they're 25. Now, legally, you're an adult when you're 18. Because you can buy a drink, you can drive a car, you can do all of those things. Have sex, do whatever you want. But scientifically, allegedly, the brain doesn't fully mature till you're 25 because you've had a bit of life experience. In the case of Sean Hogg, who walked out of the courtroom with a smile on his face, smirking today, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to put the smirk on the other side of his face. And I'm, my absolute empathy for the family of the 13-year-old girl who had to sit and witness him walking out of the court smiling. Lord Lake said that he had been older than 25 when he committed the offence. If he had been, sure, if he had been, he's the judge, by the way, if he had been older than 25 when he committed the offence, he would have faced a four or five year custodial sentence. Even a four or five year custodial sentence for repeatedly raping a 13 year old to me seems very lenient. But however, unsurprisingly, campaigners and politicians have been outraged. And it's got us kind of thinking in the office about the age of criminal responsibility. I want to leave that case aside because unfortunately, we can't say anything bad about this guy because he's not guilty, according to a court. When I say he's not guilty, he had his conviction squashed. His original conviction, by the way, he was only given something like three or four weeks or months or something in community service. He was never given a custodial sentence for raping a 13-year-old girl. But it's now squashed. So essentially, he's not guilty of the crime anymore. So back to what we were talking about in the office today, myself and Jane, a few of the staff, we were talking about the age of criminal responsibility because I kind of raised the issue of the age of criminal responsibility. And whether you know it or not, in Ireland... You can't be convicted of a crime under the age of 12. Now, if it's a serious crime, like murder, manslaughter, rape, or aggravated assault, which is very unlikely under the age of 12, at 10 or 11, you can be charged. But you will be charged as a child. You, will, you won't be charged and treated like an adult. Now, there have been rare cases in um, the UK, but not in Ireland yet, where children were treated and charged like adults. And the case that comes to mind that everybody will remember would be the case of Jamie Bulger, where two 12-year-olds were taken to court and charged with murder. We've never had that in this country. The closest we've got, actually, uh, was Anna, the Anna Creedle case, more recently, where there were young boys involved. But they, then again, they were over the age of 13. Um, earlier this year, the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child said that Ireland should raise that age to at least... 14 years of age. 
that would, according to them, this would uh, be to ensure that the tension of children is only used as a last resort. Now, I want to let you know what I think of this. When do you think we know the difference between right and wrong? Do Scotland have it right with their laws? I mean, does a 21-year-old not know the difference between right and wrong? I'm sure they do. But let me get back to the age of criminal responsibility. Do you think a 13-year-old doesn't know the difference between right and wrong for criminal responsibility? According to the UN, we should make it 14. So in other words, you have to be 15 to be actually charged with something. When should children be protected? If a nine-year-old kills somebody, are they responsible? And if not, who is responsible? And it has happened. Rarely, but it has happened. If a nine-year-old steals, if it, according to the UN, if a 13-year-old steals, they're not, they shouldn't be responsible. If they cause criminal damage, if they stab somebody, they shouldn't be responsible. If they put a brick to a guard a car window, they shouldn't be responsible. If they steal a car, which does happen in this country, at 14, they shouldn't be responsible, according to the UN, because they're children. And they don't really know the difference between right and wrong, according to the UN. Now, remember, it's 12 at the moment, but they want to increase it to 14. Is that a good idea? Let me know what you think. The number is, as usual, 87 8 That's 87 Let me go, first of all, to Sandy. Sandy, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good. The age of criminal responsibility. Does a, does a 14-year-old know what he's doing? Or she? To know what they're doing, yeah, and I think that the law should be brought down to 12 years of age, yeah. Well, my, the, my reason, sorry, go on. Well, no, the law yeah. is currently 12 years of age, but they want to increase yeah, it to 14. No, leave to 12, no, leave to 12, because you know yourself, where um, I'm, I'm living down in, in Athlone and they want to downgrade uh, the Athlone uh, Garda Barracks, uh, because it's actually um, a drugs unit at the minute, and basically, uh, there will. There's hardly no guards in our town, as it is. There may be what's soon the station. And if you ring uh, the Adlone Gardaic station, you're put through to the, uh, the Gardaic station in Dublin. So you could be waiting forever for a guard. You're, ki- you're kidding I- me. So, hold on, no, this is important. So, the guard, there's, yeah. only, there's only one guard station in Athlone, you're saying? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big one. It, it has been upgraded in the last year. Yeah, it has been upgraded. You know, to an and how many guards are in it? Uh, I could not tell you, but oh, okay. if you go into the guard station, uh, you're basically maybe two if you're lucky. And I'm oh, a receptionist there. I know oh. it's ridiculous. And right. Athlone uh, is the worst uh, place in the Midlands for drugs, for drugs basically. And it was in our local paper today that you actually see these drug dealers and everything uh, dealing openly, the yeah, openly dealing, openly, yeah. But getting back um, to the age bracket, it should not should not be changed because children, even at 12 years of age, know exactly right from wrong. Because you know what these, um, um, these video games that do be playing on the Xbox and everything? They, you know, they learn from that. They learn from television. They learn from what they see on the street. And obviously, obviously the, the parents are, are not telling them what... Um, the right and the wrong and everything. You know, mm. it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
So, okay, so you believe a 12-year-old even knows the difference between right and wrong, but stealing, I mean, okay, the things generally 12-year-olds might do wrong would be stealing or, I don't know, assault of another child or whatever, physical assault. So they're the kind of things they would do. But at the moment, they're not criminally responsible until they're over 12. So they must be 13 to be criminally responsible, essentially. Yeah, now, I, they, I, they, I they want to make that 15 because essentially they want to increase it till 14. So in other words, you have to be over 14, in other words, 15 yeah. years of age. I know, but the youth, they are getting younger and younger. What, what, are, you, what are you making this case in Scotland? So because I, the, I didn't hear, but sorry. Go okay, on, so, so he was 22 when he committed the crime. Or sorry, he was having many great crime. He appeared in court when he was 22 years of age. And oh. he raped a 13-year-old girl repeatedly. And he was freed from court because under the Scottish law, you're not mature till you're 25 and you're forgiven for, and you won't get a custodial sentence. That is, uh, that is ridiculous. You see, that's where the law needs to come in, that um, these institutions, for young, young, uh, young offenders, as they call them, there needs to be more of them around Ireland. And I'm not downgrading the Gardaí. The Gardaí are doing a great job. But since they closed uh, all these small uh, uh, garage stations in small little towns, the crime rate has gone up, definitely. And there's not enough Gardaí because they're not getting paid enough for the jobs that they do. Then Gardaí have to go through an awful lot. Mm. You know? No, no, I I agree with you. No, I understand. And I completely agree with you. I I wouldn't be a guard. No, I wouldn't be because you have to face it. There was an incident here. I can't go too much into it in the Athlone area. Uh, it was actually during the week that these little gurriers, as I call them in a nicer way of putting it, uh, do go around here with fireworks and they're hitting cars and everything. And that is a criminal thing. Mm-hmm. So they went to a certain shop in the Athlone area uh, near where I live, looking for an argument with um, with the workers inside the store and breaking windows. You know, and they're literally under F, under the age of twelve. So what do you do there? You have to. Yeah, but sure. And I've seen. No, no, you're right. And I've seen it in certain parts of Dublin as well, where you, these little yeah. gurriers, these little tow rags, as you say. You know, and yeah. usually it's because their parents don't care what they're doing. Um, exactly. I, yeah, because yeah. Well, I can tell you yeah. now, when my kids were twelve, I knew where they were all the time. But here's the thing. So. Oh. You know, what do you do? Let's say let's say a 12-year-old goes into a shop, lets a firework off and blinds somebody. You know what I mean? What do you do with the 12-year-old? Yeah. Do you just say, oh, well, they're, they're under 13, so they can't be doing anything about it? Uh, or, do you, or, do you, or do you put them in detention centres? Yeah, detention centres, yes. But that's where Tussler, I hate saying the word, about social workers and everything, because you've had your bad experience with them as well. I, I know. But... Um, mm. But, um, yeah, that's where they should be involved as well. They have to go and see the parents as well. And if the parents don't get them, they're right. We're going to take them away to the institution centre, whatever, whatever you like. And for that, you're going to be fined as well for the damage that they did. Let them suffer the consequences as well. Because there's some parents out there that, that don't give a damn where uh, their children out are... You know the old saying, your kids, man, your mother or father would turn around and say, I won't play with the traffic, whatever. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, you play know. with the traffic. Yeah. But they'd say to you, right, I want you in here at nine o'clock. We had a rule at home. Like, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I'm a saint. 
But if we went out at night time uh, to a nightclub or whatever, you're going to laugh at this. We had to be in by three o'clock. If we were not in that door by three o'clock, our mother would be standing at the front door in a nightgown as she put to the top of the turret with a squeaking brush. I get you down that second street. She'd come after us. I know, but you know, it was the same when I was young. Like, even up to the age of 17, 16, 17, I had to be home at a certain time. When I was young, at 11 or 12, I was in bed by 8 in wintertime, half 8, and maybe 9 or 10 during the summer. But stay there for a second. Let me let me just go to Donal as well. Donal, hi, how are you? How are you doing, Donal? Long time since I spoke to you. It, it has been a while, Donal. I hope everything is okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I had a, well, I had a bad year this year, to be honest. Okay, well, I'm and sorry. Then, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. I, my brother died of cancer in April. Oh, I'm so sorry I, to hear I that. Tell you, yeah, yeah. I just yeah your ears must have been burning. I was talking about you one night. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were we were talking to Sarah Horgan uh, from the Echo Live about the Echo Boys. You know, the boys that we sat on the Echo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and I gave you a mention. <laughs> yeah. Marilyn, can I say one thing to you? Just uh, it's a completely different subject, but I wanted to tell somebody and 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 the airways. Like, my brother, we did the palliative care with cancer, like, you know. And I often give up about the HSE night. Often did. But let me tell you about these nurses in palliative care. The angels, Niall. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The way they treated my brother and my mother and my family. Oh, my God, Niall. They were absolute angels. And I know they're well-trained, but I don't believe it's all training. No, it's like, personal. They take it seriously. Yes. Like, I can, down, I can down one more. Like, every time they come into the house, different nurse, they wanted to know his name, they wanted to know everything about him. And the man was, like, he was out with, with morphine, so he wouldn't have even been able to see back. But they wanted to know, you know? Yeah, they wanted to make it personal. Of course they did. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 can, I can down one more. And he, like, he died in my mother's house. We all came around, we laughed, we cried, we argued for about nine days, you know? Yeah. But um, I came down one morning at five o'clock and there was a nurse doing her notes with just a little flash lamp. She wouldn't even turn on the nightlight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, again, Donald, my condolences to you and your yeah, family. And, yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm sorry I had a tough year. Yeah, I just wanted that to get out there anyway, that these people are angels. Yeah. Absolutely angels. Couldn't agree with you more. Get on to the other thing. Okay, so yes, yeah, so, so the main yeah. the main question is here, do you believe you should be criminally responsible under the age of 15? I, I'm coming from a slightly different angle, if I may. Parents should be made more responsible now. I went, I went driving a double-decked bus for bus airing during the pandemic, and the little scuts and scumbags roaming the streets, 10 years of age, 9 years of age, not a sign of a parent. Parents don't know where they are or give a shite where they are. Yeah. I honestly believe if you're if a youngster is arrested and the peer, and if it's proved that they don't know where they are, I put them in the dock with them. Now, if you have a dog, you have to know where they are. And like, you, if my dog went missing, I'd go looking for him. Do you believe a 14-year-old should be before a judge in a dock if they commit a crime? And, uh, yes, and I believe the parents should be alongside him. Well, see, according to the UN, 14-year-olds shouldn't be. They shouldn't be criminally well, responsible. Now, somebody has... Once a crime, there's no such thing as a victim in this crime anyway, okay? No, there's always a victim. Once, once, once a crime is there, somebody has to pay, like. Of course somebody has to pay, like. Because if we keep increasing it, what's going to happen is we're going to see more cases of the last comeback over Scotland. Like. I, I, when I read this story today, and by the way, just to remind yeah. people what we're talking about there, this 22-year-old this, uh, in Scotland. Yeah. When I read the story and I seen a picture of him coming out of court laughing, he had his hand oh, yeah. up to his face and he was laughing. 
Now you want to see the amount of comments on the Daily Mail with people saying, "I'm ca- I'll kick the smile off his face and all well, this." Goes- well, I'm not angry for getting violence, but hopefully he will. Well, thir- yeah, thirteen years of age. Thir- I mean, the girl was thirteen, and he raped her repeatedly. And he didn't. Yeah, he's yeah, not, yeah. not even going to jail because the judge said he's under twenty-five, and according to Scottish law, which was brought in with Nicola Sturgeon in twenty twenty-two, by the way, um, his brain is not mature enough to understand the right right from wrong. Would you give me a break? Like that poor, that poor girl. Her life, I it's hope destroyed. That probably me- mentally, she'll probably never have a relationship. Never. You'll know, never yeah. trust a man again, which is fine as well because you have a dementing. But, uh, see, if I, see, if I was a judge or a lawmaker, yeah, if, yeah. if a, you know, that guy had a raped a 13-year-old, yeah. I'd put him in jail for the rest of his life. But, she might be, but there's the problem, is the lawmaker. Like, we have a Minister of Justice at the moment, she's living in La La Land. It's all she cares about is minorities and free speech and walking around Dublin with girls and saying Dublin is safe. Dublin is a kit now. Oh, it is. It's a kit. And I, and I tell you, because I'm doing tour buses now. Actually, I'm driving home from Galway today after my last tour. I... I, outside the plaza, the, the Academy Plaza on the Collins Street, I came out here one morning at 8 o'clock. Three, my buses pay up and two other buses. The bus in front of me and the bus behind me completely wrecked. Every single window broke in the buses. Yeah. They were waiting an hour and 30 minutes for guards to come along. Now, that last lady said that the guards aren't being paid enough at all. I have no faith left in the guards. No faith whatsoever left in guards in this country. I, do, I don't think it's their fault primarily, Donald. I think they, they, have, they have a lot of responsibility, and I don't have to go with the political correctness and say the majority of them are nice and everything, because I don't know the majority of them are doing their job, but I know quite a lot of them aren't doing their job. But what I do believe is they go in to do a job properly, but then they get in and they say, so look at who gives a shite? Why should I give a shite? But, that, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. The morale, the resources, the pay, there's, there's a lot to do with it. Well, my... You, you take a note to do a job. No, I know, I know, no, I get that. I, I get you know, that. Well, I heard about him for strike again. I was disgusted. I think that's disgraceful, that guy with Ballot to strike. I think it's absolutely disgusting. That's, a, that's just my opinion. Like The, the Drew flu. I, well, I think the Drew flu is off now. They're not going to do it now. Oh, yeah, but they've not done well in the budget. That's like the Defence Forces. But from there you go. But no, no, no. It's, society is broken down and the, the family is broken down. And pay, you, you said yourself, mate, when you were growing up, me and you were about the same age. My awful had one simple rule. Be a girl or a priest at the door and you're dead. And you would be br- and he would bring you very close to death, let me tell you. Yeah, we never know. There was never a guard called to our door. <laughs> because no. you but I but I do remember being on the corner at, you know, seven or eight o'clock at night in the winter's night in the dark, and Smiley, who was a guard from Kulak, used to come yeah. around and he was on the beat. And if he seen you, ah, <laughs> you'd get a clatter across the back of the head and you'd be told to go home. We had one man, the lady, he'd kick you home. And who are you going to tell you? I'm not going to tell anyone. You were delighted that all you got was I. No, could you imagine if a girl laid her hands on a young Oh, we just stop. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Why not? That's what's going on my softest shite. The whole, and, it, and as a miserable justice, like. And Monai, it's not just the guards that have become soft on teenagers. Not, maybe that's not really their fault. It's society that's dictated that. But it's parents as well. Yeah, but now. You go to Portugal or any of the European countries or even Eastern European now, you see police people. They're dressed military, they're young, they're fit. You won't even approach them. That's what we need. I see girls walking around with their hands in their pockets, overweight, unfit. You just look at them and you're taking them as a joke. That's the honest truth. 
When I see guards standing with their hands in their pockets, you're properly dressed and overweight, you take them as a joke. Yeah, no, I, I know, I understand. You know, you know and, and, and that's what's going wrong in the country. And okay, get, get him back to our, our scuts, right? Our 13-year-olds, say, for example, yeah, yeah. right? We'll take the age of 13 because at the moment, the criminal age of responsibility is 12, which means you must be 13 to be criminally responsible. They want to increase it to 14, which means you must be 15 to be criminally responsible. Do, do you... Except, do you think that a 14-year-old should be put into a detention centre, like St. Pat's, what used to be St. Pat's, anyway? I do, yeah, but it should be, if you're going into a detention centre or a prison, it should be like it was. There's, there's a program there really in the years was on one time, and, and St. Patrick's was filming on it. They were out doing exercises. Now, you see, jail is, jail is only a college, you know. It's a college for crime. If you put a youngster... The first time he was ever in trouble into a youth offenders, chances are ninety percent of them are going to learn about serious crime. Well then, well, then what do you do with a youngster at fourteen who commits assault or puts a rock through a window or? I thought, well, what do you I'm do with them? I talk about prevention. Parents have to take responsibility. Not, and until we address, it's going to keep happening. Okay, well hang, well, hang on. Let me go to Breda as well. Breda, hi. How are you doing? Hi, Nile. How are you? Good. Nice to talk to you, Breda. I mean, I mean, listen to Donald there. He makes he's a rock of sense. God bless him. Anyway, but, but in relation to criminal responsibility, what is, what is the age where you should be criminally responsible? Well, I mean, I think you know you have to allow people a chance to maybe realise they've done something wrong. So I think fifteen is 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 fine. You know, like if you I was saying to earlier on. If you're if you're given a criminal record at twelve or thirteen years of age, your your life becomes very small and very um, confined. You can't go to America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. You can't get a job like say with us in Erlingus. You know you can't maybe you know there'll be so many things that will be restricted against you. And I do I, I agree with Donald that parents have to be responsible for their kids. Now I know some people it doesn't matter what to do. The kids will just go and do whatever anyway. But I think they have to be given a chance to try and see they're going down the wrong path. Now, how you do that, maybe boot camp like they do in America, or put them into the juvenile system for a week and let them see what it's like to be surrounded by big, hard young fellas, 16, 17 years of age. Mm -hmm. And it might just frighten the life out of them and they might never do it again. Yeah. You know. So so you are talking about incarceration of some type. Or do boot camp for a week. Yeah. I see it. In, they do them in, the, in America. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them in America, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's an amazing, like, you know, we've army guys here that, I'm not being disrespectful because my cousin is in the army, but, like, they would have time maybe to incorporate a boot camp down on the correct, you know, and maybe try and put these young fellas... Put a bit of discipline on them. Put discipline and put them back in the straight and narrow. And what about and what, about what Donald is saying, that parents should be fined? I agree with him there. I mean, my lady never walked the streets when she was in her teens because I wouldn't allow it. Yeah. She was kept occupied and busy doing dancing and all sorts of things. And she just, and if she went somewhere, she was brought and she was picked up. And if she wasn't where she said she was going, and she did it once to me, Niall, she never did it again, I can tell you. Right. Because it grounded her. What, what, do, you, what do you say to people listening and say, and, and I always say it on the air, but my kids, right up to the age of, say, 16, 17 even probably, I knew where they were all the time. And they and they say to me, "Don't be so stupid. You're being naive now. You didn't know where they were." No, you're I not. did. No, you're not. Yeah, no. I. That's what I'm saying to you. One Halloween, she wanted to go to a party thing across the way, and I said, "Right." Her friend came over to stay the night, and I went looking for them, and they weren't there. And when I found where they was, there was murder. 
And yeah. I mean, there was murder. But I can tell you one thing. She never she did never it again. Did it <laughs> no. no. Because yeah. there was consequences to her action. And like, but is that, is, that, is that the problem now? That's what I'm saying to Donald. Now, Donald believes the guards are too soft. I'm not going to completely disagree with him, but maybe that's not their fault either. Society has dictated that to some degree. But do you also, well, yeah. do you think parents are too soft? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Like, there's nothing wrong with the smack of a wooden spoon on your ass. I got plenty of them, let me tell you, growing Say up. Say Donald got a fair <laughs> few of them, yeah. Yeah, this is now ago. <laughs> now, Jerry, Him, You and your brother, Donald, I'd say you were up to no good a lot of the time, by the way. Can you? Molly, can I tell you, listen, my uncle had never hit us. His voice is enough. But the murder, whatever was beside him, yeah. whatever it was, a, ch- a brush, a knife, a, <laughs> a, knife. a knife, a knife. She often said to us, I'd fucking stab you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. Yeah, well, no. I tell you. Yeah, stop my mother used a bamboo cane out of her plant. She had a spider plant in the front room. And if you did that wrong, the bamboo cane that held it up was pulled out of the plant and you got it across the arse or else her slipper. Your mother or my mother should be in jail. Like. <laughs> 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 because you know something, they put manners on it. I'm really joking, yeah. She knows. She had no other way around us. Yeah, and, and you know what? You're actually right when I think about it. My my father actually very rarely ever, you know, went near us physically, right? He'd shout at you. And if my father shouted at you, you'd shit yourself, right? Because my father was the one who sent you to your room. And I remember you, if you did anything wrong on my mother, she gave you a hiding. But she'd give you a hiding in, sil- in syllables. I don't oh, I got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> do that again as the wooden spoon came down. Yeah. And the most important thing is, you never ever answered her because if you did, you got more smacks, right? So, and it was this thing. Oh, I always remember. So she'd be holding you by the hand, right? And you, yeah. you'd have your back arched, and she'd be hitting you with the slipper of the cane, right, on the arse, and she'd be going, "Don't you ever!" And we did this, and if you even turn around and say, "Well, I won't do it again," I know you won't do it again. And she'd be hitting you. She got, she was going along, right? But here's the thing: you'd be sitting there then crying, right? And you know that feeling where you can't breathe when you're crying. It's like, (laughs) and she said, and then she turned around to you and said, "If you don't stop crying, I'll give you something to cry about." But now, you know the the mad thing about water. You know the mad thing about water is endless. And this is why my sisters hate me. When you get to the teenage years, then you're brilliant. You can't do wrong. I remember I joined when I joined the army. I came home on leave. And I would drink it, of course, on the airman. And I got, I got sick out of the side of the bed at home in my mother's house. She got in there this morning, she looked at She said, where were you last night? No, I had a load of drink taken and everything else that. And I said, I, I had a few pints. I went into the chipper then. I told you, stay out of that chipper. The food in there is poison. <laughs> so in other words, she'd never blame you. <laughs> yeah. No. There's a chipper. I didn't even know when I go down to see her. The sister said it was so on the down. And he was, but I don't know where he finds the time. Yeah, yeah, he's the angel. Yeah, he's the angel, yeah. Although they did it because they loved us. That's why they did it. But anyway, the point I suppose we're getting to is, is that we were disciplined. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that some parents went over the top when it came to physical discipline. And that's what, uh, you know, a lot of the, the controversy was about when they brought in legislation to stop it from happening. But I do believe that discipline has vanished completely, Breeder, when it comes to the family home and children. Oh, no, in all parts of society, never mind just at home. I mean, 
people are afraid to say boo to someone now if, if kids step out of line. You know, I mean, if a child's being bold or doing something and the parent's standing back and not doing anything about it, I would actually go, oh, my God, and just give them a look. You know, I mean, people have to take responsibility for their kids. Kids can't run riot when they're outside. They can't, you know, go in and then cards in the shop or lift their magazines or whatever else. And mommy stands back and goes, no, darling, don't do that. Yeah. Like, and you know what? We had respect for our parents, too. Now, I said this before and people took it up wrong. I had a fear of my father, but it wasn't a fear, fear. It was a respect that I had for him. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? I yeah. still loved my him. Only, my mother only had to say, now, wait till your father comes. Oh, yeah. And you're gone. You were gone. <laughs> you no, 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 no. Do you want me to tell you the funniest one ever, right? My brother, who was four years younger than me, turned around. I'm going to have to use a bad word here on the radio, right? So everybody prepare yourself anyway. Something my mother said, and he had heard this word in school. And he called my mother a wanker, right? Now, I can tell you now, my parents were Christians and they were practicing Catholics. There was never language ever used, bad language used in our house for my mother or my father, ever, right? Ever. And my mother said, what does that mean? And he went, and I'm looking and I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, we're both dead, we're both dead, we're both dead, right? And and he says, I I don't know, it's just a funny word. And she went, oh, okay. So my father came home from work at about half five. There was nothing more said about it. And my father said something to my mother. And my mother turned around and said, oh, shut up, you wanker. And my father, the blood drained from his face. We, myself and my brother were sitting there going, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And he said, where did you hear that word, Lily? And he says, Arthur said it earlier on. It was my brother, Arthur. And oh, we, the two of us ran out the door of the house because we knew we were dead. But it was the funniest. I still remember it. it was oh, well, hang on. i got to go to Sean. Sean, hi. How are you doing? How are you doing, Noel? How are you? A lot of reminiscing going on here, Sean. I love my parents to bits. Sadly, they both passed away a long time ago, but I love them to bits. But, but Sean, yeah, you know, Sean, what, what yeah. do we do with a 14-year-old that commits a crime? Um, well, you know, and, 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 and I love to have reminiscing, Noel. I'm going to be listening to it. And, you know, it's something that, you know, I can share with you as well. Um, yeah. you, you wouldn't dare. You, you, you wouldn't cross the line with your parents back then. No. Um, you know, and, and, and that was the way it was for us. As, as, as You know, and I had a very big family. We were all grown up. Um, you wouldn't disrespect anybody, Noel. No. And if you did, you'd know it. And you'd get the full rigours of the law. Oh, you'd be in the room. You'd be in the room for a week. Yep. Yeah. Yes, Noel. And I remember I did. I took a, a couple of cakes out of a local shop one day, Noel. Um, and I was only a kid, Noel. Now, when, when I say a kid, I was only 13, you know, 12, 13. And I'm not messing with you, Noel. I wasn't allowed out for two weeks solid. Yeah. And I had to do all the housework, um, which whatever housework was needed to be done. And it, that was crucifying, you know. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, it, the parents were good back then. Um, I'm not saying that we're bad parents. We're, we, we, we do the best what we can for the kids, Noel. Um but there is particular parents out there who just don't give a fucking... No. They don't have a care in the world. And what they're happening is little Johnny's out there. He's out there now, 14 years of age, 12 years of age, because I've seen them. And they're attacking people. They're, they're, they're giving people stick. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're in the back of stolen cars. They're, they're in the back of stolen cars. For the bigger boys. Yeah, they're carrying drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, it's, it's 2023, guys. And I, I was listening to, to, to one of the callers there, and they said, um, yeah, did they, look, did you have the guard of caution service there? And um, what you were saying there, Noel, what you do with them? So they're being cautioned, but they're, they're giving them the fingers because they're back in again and again and again and again. Mm. Um, 
as well as I'm concerned is, and I'm very concerned now because like I'm I'm seeing the way this Ireland is going. Um, I think, and it's going to sound harsh, and I know it's going to sound harsh, but kids know, and, and they're not kids, but they are kids. I have to, call, we all have to call them as kids. They are. I, I'm going to agree with you, they are, sorry. But 12 to 14, they know what they're doing. They're not stupid. They're well ahead. They're well advanced. You know, they have iPhones when they're eight, seven years, eight years of age. Jesus, for fuck's sake, they have computers. They know what the world is. They know what it's all about. Yeah, they, they know, know, they know what right and wrong is. Yeah, they, of course they yes. do. Yeah. So, but not, if you not, ask me... Not interrupt there. Do they know what right and wrong is? If their parents are not teaching them what right and wrong is, how do they know what's right and what's wrong? Ah, they do. Ah, they do. No, they do, honestly. And, and I'm not making excuses you know. for them, but like... You I, know, I think you I'm, are, because I'm not being listening to you, and I think you are, and, and the I'm fact not, of the matter I'm is... Not, like, no, I, trust me, I'm not. Listen, my daughter... Well, 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 I'm, I'm not afraid of you, and I used to say, well, you better start running now, because when I catch you, you will be. You know, and I yeah. wanted to put the fear of God in her, it was just to make, make her realise that I wasn't going to be jawed up to. Never going to happen. Yeah, but, but, but things, have been, thing, things have changed now, and, 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 and what I'm saying is, you, you see it now. They, they, nobody's afraid of the guardian. Nobody's afraid of their parents. Well, not, I'm not saying nobody. I mean, I mean these kids that we're talking about. They're not afraid of nobody. Anybody. The law, their parents, anybody. It's all broken down. It's a broken home. It's a broken hole. Um, they're, 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 you look... I've seen that, Noel, and God love that girl there. And I'll never forget it, because this stuck in my head, Noel. That woman there, I think she was a Chinese national. Um, she was only at the finish of work. She, uh, um, she was stabbed in the neck there, Noel, when uh, the robbery right, was yeah. uh, taking yeah. place. Yeah. I'll never forget it. That really, because I, I was praying for her, Noel, that um, she pulled through, because she was obviously, uh, her husband was a bit late to pick her up. And um, she ended up in the hospital anyway, Noel, and I was a God lover, you know. And I was just hoping it, and she didn't obviously pull through. Now, this is where you draw the line. He's a murderer, yeah. and I, I, I don't care what age you are. He's a kid. Oh yeah, but, no, I agree with you there. Yeah, and and no, but look, yeah, but look, we have to agree. Everybody has to agree that 13, 14, 15, they're murderers. They're, they're breaking the law, and and there has to be a line drawn. You know, we have yeah, to lock on, these people but, up. Yeah, but that's grand. He's a murderer. Absolutely, throw the key away. And never let him see the light of day again. But I still think there's some hope for 12 or 13 year olds if you can get them into some kind of, like, as I said, a boot camp or something. And but the facilities are there. They're there. The facilities are there. The, the, the yeah, but you get, well, you've only got Oberstown. This is not much use, really, is it? No, I mean, yeah, sorry, no, I mean. are not there. Are you talking about the facilities for the community? Or are you talking? Oh about no, no, the I'm not. No, the community thing. Don't even go there because that whole argument that we need more for them to do and keep them busy. No, so no, there's loads of that. That's there's, what I'm there's saying. Loads, there's loads of that. there to do. Yeah, like no, they, they, they don't want to do anything. And, and can I point out those facilities? There is more of those facilities in the areas with the higher crime rates. So in other words, Absolutely. they they Absolutely. purposely put more of those facilities in to try and keep them busy. When we were young, we didn't have facilities. I think we had one community centre in about a four mile radius. We were bored out of our heads, but we still didn't commit crimes. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.